0: Love
1: talk radio hey everybody welcome back to the own Your awkward podcast this week we are crushing the awkward with our guest mike o'connor from service professionals network uh, mike how you doing welcome to the show
0: hey i'm doing great andy i really appreciate you uh reaching out and having me on your podcast today uh this is actually one of my first podcasts that i've actually been on uh, i've been shy about being on them for uh, several different reasons so you know you know, when you
1: asked me, I had to break that and I had to come on to your podcast and be a little bit different. Hey, I really appreciate it. I'm honored to have you on and honored to be uh, someone who's breaking habits for you. That that feels great. So um, well, in a couple of minutes,
0: we Oh, go ahead. Well, I figured, you know, you're used to making things awkward, and uh, I've been watching your podcast and some of your stand-up routine, which I think is absolutely freaking hysterical. Uh, I I love it. I also like a lot of your boldness and the things that you do and uh, the way you put yourself out there. So really, um, it's a testament to you to why I came on to this show, uh, because I felt comfortable being awkward with you.
1: Hey, well well, thanks you know you know I'm all about awkward so um, I'm glad that uh, making people more comfortable instead of less comfortable because it's not something everybody grasped very easily
0: no you know and that's actually the whole point of what I try to do with the service professionals network is make things less awkward and more comfortable for people because let's face it most people that do marketing nowadays or most people that are online trying to uh, promote themselves whether they're trying to look for a job trying to promote their business or raise money for a nonprofit Uh, they have to go through the awkward feeling of how do I get people to look at me without making it seem like it's all about me and I'm the center of attention. You know, there's a fine line between promoting yourself and coming off as a cocky bastard, and a lot of people um, use that as a fear or a reason not to go out there and put themselves out there because they're afraid of the awkward. So my goal with SPN, the Service Professionals Network uh, website, uh, and the groups in general is just to bring like-minded people that work together uh follow the golden rule have the pay it forward mentality and believe in win-win marketing and win-win networking you know the the people that shy away from the what's in it for me crowd and uh that's really you know to to you know be frank that's why i'm on this show you know it's a win-win for me it's a win-win for spn and um you know
1: that's part of uh practicing what you preach i suppose yeah, and so, so Mike, you know, uh, folks. In a minute, we're gonna we're gonna put Mike on the spot about what has been his awkwardness in life. But uh, before we get to that, can you when you talked a little bit about goals of SPN and service, which is Service Professionals Network for people who aren't keeping keeping up really quick. SPN is a, a group that Mike runs, a networking group on several different social media platforms. Can you explain kind of a little bit about? what spn is you've talked about kind of their goals and what you're trying to do with it but how do people get involved with it where does it come from
0: sure you know actually if you go to the serviceprofessionalsnetwork.com uh, they'll give you a lot of information in regards to the, the groups uh, that we have the social media groups we have social media groups on LinkedIn and we also have a social media group on Facebook uh, they're both growing every day um, basically the groups are designed to uh, make networking online easier and to help uh, make it possible for uh, people to network with uh, business leaders and influencers um, Basically, uh, it's another spot to introduce yourself to a whole different audience. Uh, The reason why we actually got SPN started was by request many years ago. Somebody uh, asked me to, uh, you know, form a networking project or a group because I have a rather large audience on LinkedIn. And not only is my uh, LinkedIn network, you know, fairly large. It's not the biggest, you know, amount of followers, but it's pretty engaged. I have um, a personality that's not for everybody, you know, but the people that like me really like me. So I have a loyal network, you know, of about 37,000 followers. Uh, I'm definitely not one of those guys with a million followers that, you know, put out nothing but sunshine, puppies, and rainbows. You know, I tell people what I think. Not only that, but I encourage uh, debate and I I like people to, to come at me with their own perspectives and their thoughts. And I think that you know, with SBN, uh, our groups, we want to focus on the golden rule and we want to focus on promoting people and promoting a different way of thinking. A lot of the problems that are going on in this world today are uh, byproducts of environment, history, and miscommunication. Uh, my goal with uh, the Service Professionals Network is to show people that you can. Agree you know, disagree without being disagreeable, you know, that you can always find a way to be a little bit more tactful. And and quite honestly, uh, it's something that I'm working on myself personally. I'm not always the most tactful person, but, uh, you know, Part of what I like about SBN is it holds me accountable uh, because there are so many thousands of people in this group uh, that, you know, do look to me. I don't know why, but they look to me for an example. Um, You know, so these people are amazing. I mean, we have people that go around the world uh, just spending money out of their own pockets left and right to help people. We have other people that are, you know, fighting the sex, uh, slave trades. We have, uh, people that are raising money for veterans causes. I mean, we have some people doing some serious stuff and the fact that people look at me, uh, as a leader is just amazing. Um, and I'm humbled and privileged every day of my life. And quite honestly, the service professionals network isn't just about meal marketing shit for me online. I really do like this group, and I really like the people that are in it uh, because of the pay it forward attitude and the golden rule philosophy. Um, every day of my life, I have different members of ESPN come to me and show me something that's amazing, um, and shows me the things that they're doing to make the world around them a better place. Uh, really, ESPN. SBN, um, with all the negative shit that's out there online, uh, especially on Facebook and LinkedIn, um, it's a dog-eat-dog world. You know, people are always out for themselves. They're always out for number one. And to have a group where thousands of people are actually pushing a different agenda and they're fighting against that just makes me the, the most proud person in the world. And, you know, I don't go around preaching a lot, but, you know, I do believe in I see I'm a Christian, and I, I, don't, I don't like to talk about religion or politics or anything like that too much. But, you, you know, you've got me to break my rule, and this is live, so here I go. Um, one of the things about that is that pride is one of those things that you're not supposed to have. You know, they consider it a sin, you know? So I try to be as humble as possible, you know? But at the same time, when I have so many amazing people network with me, and tell me the things that they do, it's hard not to have some of an inflated ego. And sometimes that shines through. Um and I appreciate people like you, Andy, that help me, you know, get past the awkward feelings and, and make me comfortable enough to come out and talk and to continue to do what I do. And I as you know, have been working on my website diligently the last few weeks. That's why my social media engagement's down. Um i got a lot of cool stuff figured out on my site so i'm really excited that i can start focusing more on the connecting stuff uh the social networking uh, raising money for non for profits I got a few people like Jake Shanks and Heron Figueroa uh, and Stuart Ashby that are raising money for veterans and good causes. And uh, we have other people out there like Mary Beth Cronin that are raising money for fighting the elderly abuse. I mean, we have some good causes that I really want to write about and I want to write some compelling stories about. Um, Scott Lester with GW Distillery, what he's doing. Uh, yeah, He's making some money selling CBD oil, but he's doing it for a cause that I think is just amazing. I think you should check out his website when you have an opportunity. It's linked on to uh, my website. He is one of my um, advertisers, but I just love the guy. Um. Anyway, sorry the rant. You know, join the social no, media no. groups uh, on SBN. You know, engage with us. That's the best way to um, get my attention, to get the attention of other influencers that are in the group. I mean, there are some people in SBN that have, you know, millions of followers, um, and they actually network with me. They actually take my phone calls. I don't know why, Uh, but they do. And, and, um, you know, part of what we do in SBN is we show you how to make those connections. We show you how to network with them. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll do another podcast down down the road
1: where, where we actually talk about how to do that. Yeah, that that would be great. You know, a couple things you hit on there. Um, one is I, I think we get so caught up in social media, we get so caught up on the technology aspect of it. But with, mm-hmm. with SPN, what my experience has been, it grounds you back to the fact that this is all people we're dealing with and real people with real struggles and real goals and things that they're putting out in the world. And it, it's a good reminder that at the end of the day, we're interacting with people throughout the world, and it's all about the people that are involved, and not the technology and the likes and the tweets and the shares. You know, yeah, it's
0: it's all about like uh, Simon Chan says, um, you know, Team Human. You know, I, I love the fact that that hashtag has caught on the way that it has because you know mm-hmm. I find myself doing it all the time too. You know, and like you said, the the word that you brought up there that I absolutely freaking love is the word grounded. Um, being somebody that fights through anxiety and bipolar and all those different things that I deal with on a daily basis, um, part of the reason why I don't do podcasts, and you can probably tell by my long uh, rants there, is I have a, a restless brain. It never stops. It's always moving. I always have something I want to say. I mean, as I'm speaking now, I'm trying to hold off 800 different topics, right? so right. you know when when um when you know you talk about technology and uh how it applies um it's easy to get away from the human aspect, you know, and the grounding um that comes through the group and the engagement is just unbelievable. you know being able to center yourself uh by putting things out there and getting honest feedback with people is just amazing. so many people online um they, you see it all the time. You know, they put out crap and they join these marketing pods, and every comment is, "Oh, this is amazing." You know, "This is great. I love this." It's all fluff. The difference with uh service professionals network, I think, is that we teach real engagement. That we teach that it's okay to. Um, discern information before you give feedback. Uh, It's okay not to agree 100% of the time. Uh, A lot of people that come to my uh, profile, especially on LinkedIn, uh, really think it's not okay to disagree on something. And I challenge that philosophy every day of my life. At least I try to. I don't like the posts that are just like, you know, the, you know, the ones I'm talking about, the ones that just are designed to get 200,000 likes, you know, made mm-hmm. by the, the life coach that has the marketing sure. pod, Um, you know, where it's like, you know, you are beautiful dot, 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 space, 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 you know, mess included or with all your flaws included, you know, I mean, you see the same regurgitated posts over and over and mm-hmm. over and over again. Right. And I like to do the posts that don't necessarily get millions of likes, but generate lots of thought. And I encourage that. I encourage it. And that type of post in the service professionals network groups. And, and really even on Facebook is where I really like where the group is heading the most. Not that I don't like the content in the LinkedIn group, but people are so real on Facebook. It's, amazing when they drop that professional persona. And one of the things I like about the differences in the two groups is that you get to see different sides of the personalities involved, you know? And one of the things I have to actually warn people that are in SBN or in social media in general, or that are even online anywhere, right? Is you have to be careful Mm -hmm. at all times. If you are the guy who is like the Wizard of Oz, you know, and you're standing behind that curtain, um, if you're wearing a mask, or if you're one of those people who is constantly talking about authenticity, but you're putting up a front, be careful, man. You know, be careful about what you put out there. You know, even though, like a lot of people, they'll put shit on Slack. I don't know if you're familiar with Slack, you know, but it's a messaging group, like a posting board, right? And, they, and a lot of people okay, can, sure. or they assume that it's private messaging only because you can, you know, mark some of those boards to private. Oh, what, right, people but People can, can still it. hack in and see. My point is this, right? When you put things into writing or you say things like podcasts, for example, mm-hmm. online, it doesn't go away, you know? So oh, exactly. it's always there and people see it. You can delete so whatever you want. Post.
1: People still have those screens up
0: And it takes a second, man. It takes one second. Mm-hmm. So what you post in my Facebook group, right? If it's totally different than the personality you have on the LinkedIn group, um, be mindful of that and take that lesson you know, to all your groups. Take that lesson to everything you do or say online because words are powerful. The things that we put out into mm-hmm. the world affect people more so than everyone knows. And it's one of the cool things about what this little podcast is going to get down to is those awkward moments, right? Well, there's awkward moments. There's love moments. There's moments filled with hate, right? All these moments are things that you can never take back. Um, You know, once something happens, it's there. It's part of history. It affects us, whether we think so or not. Even the stuff that we tend to forget on a conscious level, it's there subconsciously. You know, I mean, just just the way the human brain is wired. You know, I mean, you know, like when you touch a stove when you're a kid, right, and it burns you, you know, and you start thinking, ah, hot stove, right? You know, how many of us can Mm -hmm. actually remember the first time we grabbed something that was hot? We don't, you know what I mean? You can't remember the first time you burned yourself, but you remember the hot stove. You get my point? Uh, it's yeah, because no, totally. you know we're, we're we're wired and and we are streamlined uh, to remember danger and, and to respond to different things. That's why you see nothing but negativity on the news. Is because uh, the people that are on the news they, they sell advertisement, right? And that's why they focus on negativity because they you know people are going to respond to that like moss to a flame
1: oh exactly so when you know it's it interesting i was so no, i was just going to say summarize when, what my, to summarize no, ahead,
0: what my point sorry. is just speak no it's my fault because I'm, I'm blabbering my point right is just be careful with what you put in print or what you say out to people if people tend to stop and think a little bit more before they speak or before they hit post on things they'll realize that there will be many a times that they don't hit post or actually say what they say because words are like arrows
1: they can do damage Uh, So be careful before you let them fly. And that's it. Yeah, no, that's good. Uh, I I like to think that when you have those groups like that, that, like SPN, it is great to see the engagement on LinkedIn and on Facebook. And I like to think of LinkedIn as more like you're sitting around that, that business lunch, getting to know people with very strict boundaries on what the protocol is. But when you're on Facebook, you're catching people in their living room. And it's that closer group that you invited back for drinks afterwards that people are more relaxed and, but you do have to be careful that you're not, you aren't putting your boundaries up so high in one world that you're, that you're creating two different personas because it it is all out there and people are going to be like, Hey, who is this guy? What do you really mean? And what do you really care about if you're completely different in one respect than you are in another, in another
0: well, it's the game that we all say. You know, like the old Japanese proverb about having three faces. It's one I think about quite often. Are you familiar with it?
1: Um, not the completely.
0: Japanese, basically, the Japanese for the audience at home say that, um, you know, everyone has three faces. They have the public persona, the public face that everybody sees, right? And then you have the mm-hmm. friend face that only your friends and your loved ones see, right? And then you have your true face, which is only the one that you see. And that's your truest self. Your truest idea. Oh, right. Right? And you know, throughout history there's probably never been a person in the world, uh, except for maybe Jesus, uh, and that's debatable, depending on what you believe, right? Or, you know, Muhammad, depending on what you believe, um sure. he that um he only had one face. My goal, and a lot of people think I'm completely batshit crazy and out of my mind, um stupid with the way I do things is because I try as much as possible to eliminate two of those three faces. And the messed up thing, the thing that's really fucked up is that I'm not exactly sure about that other face, you know, my true self face.
1: Um, right. I know we're
0: all trying to figure ourselves out. In a lot of ways, I'm very strict in my character and my habits and the things that I do, right? But, you know, I, I'm also uh, up and down, you know, probably more so than most people because I do fight mania and I do fight depression and I, I fight a lot of things that are just chemically, you know, that's the way that I'm wired. Um, you know, I try to find my consistent self. And the more that I try to identify that, the more I try to eliminate the public self and even my friend self. Um, and the reason why I try to do that is because there's a piece that comes with just being who you are. I mean, fuck not the marketing side of things, you know, where everyone's like, Oh, be yourself. And people like you, you find your tribe and you build your, those are all great things. Right. But that's not really my motivation, you know, because mm-hmm. if you're looking to
1: be yourself to attract others, are you really looking to be yourself? Right. Yeah, because you're, you're you're selling out at some level if that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. I mean, it's weird, you so, know, but... Yeah, so uh, I feel like you've kind of touched on it quite a bit already, but I like to put everybody on the spot and say, what is that awkward thing you've had to get over? And it doesn't have to be one thing, but, but what is something that you've had to do? And I feel like you you've kind of touched on it a little bit, but is there something that you feel has been something you were self-conscious about or a hurdle that you had to get past in order to be at this level that you're at today where you're networking with all these people and a leader amongst a whole group?
0: Well, you know, this is, um, you know, first of all, just to let the audience know is this is something that hasn't been planned for a long period of time. You actually asked me earlier today or yesterday, I believe, to be on your podcast. Uh, you Actually, I think you asked me to be on it yesterday, uh, yesterday and then I wound to be on it today just because I, I was kind of busy and blew you off, Right. I have m- probably millions and millions of awkward moments. Um, probably because I'm a little bit more out there and crazy than most people. I never shut up. I have had the nickname the Mouth um, Turbo. Uh, you know, chuckle <laughs> heed. I mean, I've had more nicknames referring to uh, how much I talk, including the big O, which uh, is still a running joke. It's my favorite nickname of all time. I actually used it for my fighting name in my MMA days, the big O, because I have one of those really (laughs) outgoing personalities, right? And I developed the big O persona um, as a shield for the most part, you know, Uh, because believe it or not, I had a severe speech impediment. I stutter. And I still do to this day if I get emotionally triggered. Uh, And when I do get triggered, it can still take me several minutes uh, to to fix myself. It almost went right there. You know, it just happens. I actually had what you call a fat tongue. So I had to have surgery to reduce the, the little piece of skin that connects your tongue to the bottom of your mouth. Right. And I had mind racing and all these different things. You know, one thing most people don't know is I also have an overactive uh, glands. So I snot and I drool all the time. If I don't constantly swallow my saliva, I will choke. Um, And this, um, these things that I've been dealing with have led to an abundance of awkward moments. Right. But I want to talk about something a little bit different. I wanted to talk about awkward moments um, that I've had, right? One of which is I was a kid, and I actually peed myself a little bit in my third grade class, right? And um, and the reason why I peed myself, um, you know, I'll go over in a second, uh, really sucked. But the awkward moment was when I was sitting there in class, the teacher came over and said, what did you do? And I said, "I, you know, I don't know how to say this. I, I got to go to the bathroom. I peed myself, which is terrible for a third grader, you know, surrounded by a classroom right. of graders. You know, it was very, very awkward, to say the least, right? But what made it more awkward is the teacher kind of shamed me and put me on the spot. I said, why would you oh, do that? Man. Are you not a big boy? Why wouldn't you tell me that? And I said, I, I, I don't know. And the reason, and what's messed up, right, is I've always considered myself a fairly intelligent person. There's no way I can say that without sounding cocky, right? But even as a, long, a young mm-hmm. kid, I always thought of myself as somebody who see the big picture, right? In this particular moment, I knew what I wanted to say to the teacher, but I didn't have a way of saying it because I didn't want to rat anybody in my family out, and, and I didn't want to draw more attention to myself. Uh, at the time and still to this day I, I wish the teacher just kind of had a little bit more empathy and compassion. Um but this was a big learning lesson for me because I wound up peeing myself um due to what my older brother had called a frogger. Do you know what a frogger is?
1: It's when no.
0: somebody drives their heel into your butt um hard enough to make you hop around the house like a frog. Well oh, my brother oh. liked to get froggers a lot and And this particular day, he had got me a few times. So I don't know if you've ever been punched or kicked or beaten really hard in the kidneys, but it's hard to maintain how much you pee when it's really bad. Uh, So here I was, an abused kid. And that, you know, if you had taken up my shirt, my whole back was black and blue, right? Oh, my God. And this teacher just sees a kid that's peed himself a little bit, drew attention to it. The whole room laughed at me. A whole room full of kids, some oh, of which man. I'm still friends with today. And what's even more awkward is I had just moved to town um, from Kansas. So I was a kid that was fat. I had a speech impediment, a Kansas accent growing up in Chicago now, right? And mm-hmm. I was badly beaten, and I just peed myself, <laughs> and like on my second day in a new school. Wow. Right? So, yeah, I didn't make a lot of friends that day, and, you know, it was kind of an <laughs> awkward number because it was like two weeks left to go in the school year, and, uh, you know, uh, my mom actually wound up hitting one of the teachers over something that was said. You know, long story short, it was a fun introduction into the local school system and, and uh, the local community, right? And mm-hmm. one of the things that most taught me is this, is that. You never know what's beneath the shirt, you know what I mean? And when somebody does something, anything, whether they're peeing their pants or saying something stupid, reacting in anger, trying to rip somebody off, they're doing so for a reason. And things like this um, always made an indelible impact on me, right? And it always made me aware of finding the why before I speak, you know, before you criticize, find the why. Yeah. You know, and uh, a lot of people nowadays, they're talking about, you know, find your why, right? I look at it as like, I know my why, right?
1: My problem is I need to know your fucking why. Hmm. Yeah, that is that is an amazing lesson. And to to learn that at such an early age, and I don't know at what point you learned the lesson, but to, to carry that with you and at some point realize there's more to the story than what you see in front of you, That that is awesome.
0: Well, unfortunately, that wasn't my first such experience. Uh, It was just the one that stuck out in my head today. Uh, I grew Mm -hmm. up, and, and, you know, I don't want to, you know, make my mom feel bad or, you know, make my family. I grew up in an abusive household. My dad was an alcoholic uh, until my 16th birthday. Uh, He pretty much, not my 16th birthday, but my 16th year on this planet. Um, It was pretty much when my dad quit drinking. Uh, He quit drinking after he uh, damn near beat me half to death with a barbecue lid that just came off the barbecue. I woke up in the hospital with second and third degree burns because I'd fallen into the charcoal and knocked over the grill, landed in the embers. And that didn't stop the beating. You know, it really didn't. And uh, I woke up in the hospital and I told the police that were there, I told the doctor that was there that I fell. And I looked at my dad. I I could see it in space. He was sober. And I told him that's the last time that I'm going to tell anybody I fell. And he got teary-eyed. He was emotionally unavailable. Uh, he didn't know what to do. So he left. And we didn't talk on that subject for years. But, you know, I never really saw my dad drunk after that. I mean, it was hmm. six years, over six years before I saw him have another drink. And by the time he had that drink, he was dying, and he was going through the throes of depression. See, I don't tell people about this, right? But I grew up in a house where a man literally ate himself to death. He laid on the bed for the last 20 or 30 years of his life, and he got depressed. And he, when he got pneumonia, um, he was so big, the, the paramedics that showed up you know, here weren't able to get him out of the house without killing him. But yeah, it was a wild thing because I watched somebody battle depression, and I watched somebody battle mania, and I, and my dad, make no mistake about it, was probably one of the most intelligent people I've ever met in my life. And something that motivates me every day in my life is I don't want to be like him, but I aspire to be like him. You know what I mean? Because wow. he he conquered a lot of his demons, right? He faced this Mm -hmm. shit, and uh, and I'm gonna eventually write a book about breaking the cycles
1: and the chains that bind us, right? And I'm gonna dedicate it
0: to my dad. And I'm getting a little bit teary-eyed thinking about this, but I'm gonna dedicate it to my dad because I'm extremely proud of him. Because that man used to dig graves when he was a kid. You imagine if you're eight, nine years old, right? And you have to go out in the dark and you have to dig a six-foot hole to put money on the table so all your brothers and siblings can eat. Imagine going home and getting beat with a coal shovel because you're too tired from digging the grave to heat the house. My dad went through more horrendous shit than I could ever imagine, right? And um, mm-hmm. and just he never talked about it. I actually heard it from his siblings. I heard it from other people because I always
1: asked lots of questions. My dad never talked about it. But wow, that is
0: – we're getting of the
1: last few seconds here. So,
0: Well, you know, my goal is to um, learn what I've – you know, take what I've learned through these awkward and painful moments and make it less awkward and painful for others. And that's kind of what I'm trying to do on a day-to-day basis with my group. And uh, I really appreciate yep. you bringing me on to your show and podcast and giving me the opportunity to uh,
1: speak about some of this stuff. Yeah, it is amazing, Mike. And I, I hate to cut you off in the middle of such a deep and – endearing story you've got so much to share and i think it's amazing that you have you can see the good and and the the spirit and what your father has gone through, and it comes right back to that message about knowing what's under the shirt so i I really appreciate it i'm so glad to have you on mike Um, links to all of mike's information will be in the description and so thank you very much mike thanks so much and have a great day i appreciate you have a great day too buddy win-win thanks